This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host, Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton. Good morning. This is Rowena Patton on the Real Estate News Radio Show. We have Cody Jones in today, how our trusted insurance advisor is going to be telling us about commercial insurance and term insurance and whole life. And if you're in bed right now, you're all snoozing off a little bit. Just kidding, Cody. <laughs> it is insurance after all. Oh, my gosh. I want to give you some figures to kick it off that you might be a little bit interested in. So we've been covering all kinds of numbers on the show over the last few weeks. And we all know, I think we all know at this point, the market's crested, even though for the last six months, everybody's been saying it hasn't. We're not going into a recession. I think we're pretty much universally agreed now that we're going into a recessionary period. It is a seven to 11 year cycle. You're all sick of hearing me say this. Good old Clement Juglas set it up in 1860. I don't think anything's changing a whole lot. Which means that we will now be sliding for between three and a half, statistically, between three and a half to five and a half years. What do you think about all this, Cody? Do you think we're going into a recession or do you think, you know, everything's just great and prices are going to go down and gas prices are going to go down and we're going to have low inflation and houses are going to double in price? And I've, I've definitely get, gotten to see that uh, firsthand because I, I bought my house April of last year and... Uh, Inflation definitely hit us a ton because yeah. we sold and having that equity was great, but then we had to spend it because wood was so expensive. Um, Did you build a house or were you remodeling or something? Just remodeling, gotcha. but we gutted a ton. So Ooh. we, we remod- remodeled three bathrooms, um, added a room in the garage. I did a bunch of stuff. So What was, room are you adding in the garage? That's interesting. So what we did was there was, there was a room in the middle of the living room, mm-hmm. kind of as a half bath wash and dryer room and i tore it all out so you'd have an open concept my wife loved that yeah i bet um tore it all out and then built a 14 by 10 room in the garage so we still have a two bay garage but it's kind of in half a little bit oh um so now we've gained some square footage wow yeah cool that sounds very interesting i am also getting a house right now it's it actually is very fun everybody thinks i'm insane but i actually like it well, I'm not living in it. That's the thing. I have lived yeah. in a house when I've been getting it before. Did you have somewhere to live throughout that process? I did. Yeah, we lived with my wife's parents uh, during that time, so we we were able to expose a ton of the house to be able to. That's great. Get down to the nitty gritty of yeah. it, but then at the same time, we were uh, we we went over there and actually uncovered some things that were not so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you term, find? Some termites Ooh. and then uh, some carpenter ants were upstairs Ooh. in the bathroom. So. If I wouldn't have ripped out those couple of walls, we didn't ever, they never right. found it. So Right. And yeah. it, it, it's very common as well. Mm-hmm. In my 1964 house, uh, moved some walls around and walled in the screened-in porch. And when we cut into one of those walls, there was a wasp nest inside, like the full nest. Now, I'm sure they died a gazillion years ago. <laughs> Um, uh, definitely some termites as well. Right, right. As termite, you know, most often the termites come in and nibble away, 
and then they die, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's a cold winter or something. Who right, knows? Right. Well, we had we actually had our inspector come out, do everything on the house whenever we first did it. Well, yeah. getting down to some of the things he couldn't see behind the drywall, uh, we had found some stuff that was not so pleasant, like I said. And yeah. then in the crawl space, we had... Uh, a spot where there was water leak previously, and it had dry rotted some of the trusses down there. Yeah. So those are things we had to band-aid on, or it was going to continue to get bad. So so, so common as yeah. well. It's so common to find that. And you've got to wonder, how old how old was the house, Cody? It is a 1989 build. Okay, yeah. so back in, in, you sort of cussed it there in terms of the uh, better quality wood. Um, but did you ever, did you take any of those pieces of wood out and try and nail into it or screw into it or anything else? So the couple of pieces that I, that I found from underneath the house yeah. that were uh, not so great. Yeah. I tried a yeah. couple of things whenever we went outside and it was like cardboard Yeah, and not the greatest thing. So that's well, not what you want to hear. Yeah, the but, stuff yeah. that's rotted out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But in these old houses that, uh, that, that are certainly the seventies and down, really it was about the, the mid sixties when this changed. You can't nail or screw into the wood because it's so solid. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just uh, way, way better quality. You know what I'm talking about. Randy's nodding his head. Oh, yeah. You can't penetrate. I mean, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's solid. Rock, so man. you got to wonder, you know, it would be interesting, actually, to have some pest in- expert on. Um, you know, did the, did, the, uh, were the pe- did the pests find it harder to nibble into that old wood, you know, right, did right. it keep our houses stronger? You've got to think that it did. 100%, absolutely. And then, Instead of the soft stuff we use these days. You yeah, know. I told I told somebody New a while growth. back, I wish there would be more brick houses because of oh. building those, and they're beautiful, and you can yeah. whitewash them, you can do so many things yeah. with them, but they're a whole lot, I say a whole lot more expensive, there's more work to be able to put them together yeah. and everything like that. Well, so. and it's, it's the, obviously it's the cost of the brick, but also... The laborers, you know, there's only so many people that know how to lay brick now. Oh, yeah. Masons are just, you hate to say that they're aging out, but they just don't yep. teach it a whole lot anymore. Yep. Or that this generation is not really striving to learn those types of things. Or so. we don't build things for, for longevity. Could <laughs> be that as well, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't burn as easily as well. I mean, you're in insurance. Of course, I came from a country called England that's full of brick or rock houses. I mean, it, it was very uncommon to see a wooden house. Oh, yeah. They're usually brick. Unless you didn't have a whole lot of money, honestly, and you're building your little house out in the country, and you're like, my dad did, he built his own house, it was wooden. But that was unusual, most houses are brick. Yeah, I mean, and, and insurance is a ton cheaper with a brick house, too, because true? there's just, it's not going to be a total loss. Because, Ooh. I mean, you can't burn down a brick. I, mean, I just, it's just bought not, a brick yeah. house. At least <laughs> my basement's brick. Yeah. Will that get me a little bit off the, the Yeah, basement? so you're a half, so what's called a brick brick veneer house no so it's solid brick yeah so it's but it's half and half right is it yeah but it's not brick veneer you know brick veneer are those mm. little slices of brick that's they right on top. Yeah, yeah this is full brick okay which is also great insulation yeah right so you've got this full brick and then you've got the block mm-hmm. and the basement's then stucco so you know you've got all three layers of insulation down there without any insulation whereas when you've got a wooden house i mean wood is a great insulator too and then you slap your insulation in between then you've got your sheetrock oh yeah it's just it's very different to brick now we need an expert on brick and the r values <laughs> down there but i know it, it feels that there's no drafts down there it feels warm all the time oh yeah well tons of houses that i've seen that are brick they have like wood stoves in the basement and yes. are just amazing my dad has a wood stove and it's just whenever i go over to his house i just sit in the recliner and i fall asleep within 10 minutes oh. of being in there so you know we phenomenal. we listed a home yesterday i'm going to give you all the details in a minute and they put in a wood 
burning stove and oh my gosh I just wanted to sit there all day I t- I had a I had a t-shirt on and um like a heavy t-shirt and a jacket over the top I had to take my jacket off it was so toasty it was lovely and they yeah. were hanging out on the loungers it was absolutely fantastic nothing and a lot of people who come here want a wood burning stove we have a lot of new yorkers here as mm. well where are you from originally I'm from here you are okay yeah. native yeah. that's so rare yeah, my uh, my dad's got his traditional HVAC system, everything like that. But he enjoys to go out and chop wood and go do those things. He says he keeps him yes. young and everything. So he loves to have a fire because that was what was his in his parents' house and so on and so forth. But and it's so comfortable. Isn't that, that the house. truth? Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about this little house. Two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Do I need to say any more? When was the last time you found a house that had three bedrooms? It was 225. And it's cute. I haven't even it's seen a little it and I'm cottage. attracted to it. It's adorable. <laughs> 1923. It's got a metal roof. Can't beat that either. Can't beat that at all. It's it's Can't beat that with a stick. It's got some of the original <laughs> windows at the top. It, it is really cute. Right across the road from the river, you've got some little like ridge views, but you've also got the river views right there. There's a road before your river, but just a little side road. It is adorable 3786 broad go and look that up this would make a great little rental it's got two bedrooms on the main level <laughs> cody's looking it up now i'll send you a link cody okay, you're fine okay. quick quick cody's gonna get it if you don't get in here fast <laughs> 3786 broad street you can go to mountainhomehunt.com mountainhomehunt.com just type 37 there, there probably isn't another 3786 Maybe that should be our trivia question. How many listings that have the number 3786? There are a couple. Are, are there really? Yeah, one's in Clyde. Keyword. That, <laughs> that's the one. There are a couple. You're right. That is really funny. Okay, ignore all of that. So you won the trivia. If you said there's more than one, you were correct. Uh, mountainhomehunt.com. Go ahead. and Oh, it's on almost half an acre as well. Did I mention that? Point, actually, it's 0.52 acres. It's just over half an acre. I was just about to ask you that. That's a, that's a big commodity these days. With Yes. Big fenced-in yard. So it's not fenced all the way. It's got a little fenced-in doggy area. It's got a, um, what the, the lovely lady owner said. Um, yeah, when, when we moved here, I, I looked outside and I called it my barn. Um, it's, it's kind of more like a shed, really. But you could definitely make it into a little barn. <laughs> It's very cute, yeah, and there's that wood-burning stove in there as well. The great thing is you've got uh, another – there's two rooms upstairs. They're six foot nine inches high, so if you're tall, these are definitely not for you. We're slightly below that seven foot that's required to include it in, in the acreage. However, they're used as two bedrooms upstairs, and you could easily put some really big closets up there. You've got a laundry. You've got a really nice sunroom. This, this one is cute, 1,433 square feet go take a look at that 3786 broad street two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. it's the cutest least expensive this is stick built by the way i just had somebody ping me and say is it a manufactured home no it isn't Mm-mm. and there are plenty of manufactured homes that you can buy in buncombe county that are more more money than that maybe that should be our question um if we look at buncombe county <laughs> Buncombe County, I'm going to tell you about manufactured homes and how much they go for here. If you're, uh, you know, if you have one, you're thinking about selling it, this might be interesting for you. 
if I can get the website to work. So all I've done is I've gone to mountainhomehunt.com. If you want to follow along with me at home, mountainhomehunt.com. I typed Buncombe County. Now I'm going to go top right to the little more button. Let's hope it, I've got manufactured on here, please. Uh, now I'm looking through here and um, maybe we'll do something else because do I really not have manufactured? That's almost funny. I bet I do somewhere and I'm just not finding it. So if you want to do that, what we can do for you is look it up for you on the back end because we definitely have that option where um, we can pull all those prices for you. How many homes in Buncombe County do you think have a hot tub? Wow, I bet there's a ton. I know I've got one at my house. <laughs> or at least check check the box. There's a hot tub. Some of these will be condos as well. Maybe I'll, half, maybe? No, it's way fewer than that. Really? In all of Buncombe County, th- these are homes that are listed. Oh, right? that so, are listed. Yeah, okay, okay. We've got 33 33, okay. So I have a hot tub. If I take hot tub off, we've got 1,363. Okay. So like a third-ish or a quarter-ish or something like that? No, 33. Oh, 33. I thought you said 333. 33 to 1,363. Oh, that's hardly nothing. It's hardly nothing, exactly. That is our percentage and our statistic today, hardly nothing. I went a little bit redneck with my (laughs) hot tub, so. No, I I love it. I love hardly nothing. I think that's... uh, I got an Perfect. inflatable one in my house. So. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was really cheap from Walmart, but it works great. I get the tablets from Amazon. And, I love it. Yeah. And, and then you can take wonderful. it with you. Yeah. I thought you meant you went redneck with you hardly nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm going to do, um, hmm, what should we do? What would you like to see? Hey, you can give us a call if you want me to look up some figures for you, because you might be surprised. 828 240 62. Let's look at Buncombe County again. And what we're going to look is price now. So max price, 225. How many homes do you think there are? Under 225. A hmm. hundred? I'm making you work hard today, aren't I? A hundred maybe? Or? That are listed. 20. 20. Two zero. What's the median home price in, kind in of Buncombe County actually. right now? Well, it depends where you are. You know, we throw okay. these figures out and it depends where you are. So when I got into real estate many moons ago in 2006, the average price point was about $186,000, 186. It's now about 410. Yeah. It sounds about <laughs> right for the people that I've had in my office lately. So, yeah. yeah. It's it's in the low 400s. It mm-hmm. is is uh that, but, but what does that mean, you know? I don't know what that means to anyone, honestly, other than um, house prices have gone up. Well, how is that correlating with square footage? Like, is, is that trending with square footage? Cody, or is that, that is a very good question. People are preferring smaller homes than we used to in the 80s. That trend is just, just keeps continuing. We prefer, prefer smaller homes. And what do you think costs more per square foot, a smaller home or a bigger home? Probably a smaller home because you don't have a whole lot of people wanting to do the small jobs. A big job, they can get a whole lot of mm-hmm. stuff done with it and mm-hmm. get more people on. And this is I'm, I'm so glad you asked that question about square footage. Here's, here's why it's so interesting. Because a lot of people who are selling their home, um, and this is for you. You know, If you're thinking about selling this year, give me a call, 828-333-4483, of course. 
I would love to come out and see you. Um, I can tell you that we've had a listing appointment every day, and now we've got them all stacked up in preparation to come onto the market. And and a lot of other local agents are in in the same boat. There's a lot of houses getting listed right now, which means more competition for you. So I want you to think about this. When when we come out to see you and um, you're looking at, you've got a 2,500 square foot home and you say, you know, oh, I'll give you a real one, an 1,800 square foot home. And you say, uh, you know, I'm going to get X, X per square foot for this because the home across the street that is 1,100 square feet got 300 a square foot. Like, uh, it, first of all, comparables are comparable. They have to be comparable. They have to be the closest to your home that we can possibly find. Now, why are small homes so much more per square foot? And this also is why we see a lot of homes that are not single level built in the mountains. So let's think about it. You've got a piece of land, right? Any any home consists of this, unless it's a condo. You, even a condo's got land. So you've got a piece of land and average price of a, of a piece. I mean, again, what's average? Is it downtown? Is it out in the country? Is it 10 acres? Is it half an acre? You've you got to spend at least... $50,000 on your land. If you're buying it downtown, you're probably, or in town somewhere, you're probably spending $100,000. That's true. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you've already got an investment of $100,000. I love this stuff. I eat this stuff for breakfast. It's so much fun. Well, it's also Asheville, so it's going to appreciate. Well, right. Because Monkey so, County is awesome. So. Yeah, this is all about why a small home so much more per square foot. So you've got $100,000 invested. It doesn't matter... If your home's already built, at some point you've got this investment in it, or someone has, and then you're paying for that investment. And then we're going to spend $20,000 on the landscaping, and we're going to spend $5,000 on the driveway, and we're going to spend another, let's say it's downtown, so you've just got hookups. We're going to spend 10000 on hooking in the utilities. So we're now at 120, 125, 135. I'm sure there's something. I'm sure there's something I haven't thought of there. So you've already got an investment of one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Does that change whether you've got a thousand square foot house or a three thousand square foot house? I don't think so. But those are very conservative numbers there. <laughs> From no, what you, I've seen, that's no, good though. So, well, yeah. you, you put those numbers up, mm-hmm. you get to let's say you've got um, one hundred fifty or two hundred in the land. Let's say you're a little bit further out. Right. That nut doesn't change Mm-mm. whether you've got a small house or a big house, right? So, and, and to build a big house, okay, so let's say we uh, think about how to explain this. If you've got a single level home, then that single level home, let's say it's going to cost you 250 to build. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- sorry, two, $250 a square foot to build it. That's probably conservative. Yeah. So if... You're building a thousand square foot home. How much is it going to cost you to build it? Two hundred fifty thousand. Oh, Cody's good with his math. <laughs> this is fun. You got two math geeks going. Two hundred fifty thousand. Okay. Now you're going to build. Uh, how many square feet did I say? A thousand. thousand. Yeah. Now you're going to build eight. Now we're going to go up. We're going to build above, and this is why we don't see single level homes, which drives me insane. Because I don't know anybody that wants a floor. Like no, nobody wants to go up or down. or n- Not nobody. There are the rare exceptions, and I applaud you 
if you love having a bed, sometimes people love having a bedroom upstairs. They feel safer or I'm not really sure why. They just want a bedroom upstairs, which is fine. I'm not I'm not judging you. I'm not getting all judgy on you. Um, I'm not being all Karen. Oh, I can't say Karen. What do we say now? I'm not being a, 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 an entitled white woman on you or whatever it is. That's, when right. you're, that's what we have to say now. I'm an entitled white woman. That's all judgy. I'm not being judgy. If you like a bedroom upstairs or downstairs, that's fantastic, right? It may be what you have. So, And frankly, here, we don't have a whole lot of choice because there aren't that many single-level homes. So we're building, right? This is just the money to build the house. It doesn't matter that your house is from the 60s. This investment has gone into it at some point, and that's what's carried the value. So 1,000-square-foot home, $250 a square foot, which is actually very conservative now mm-hmm. to build. And we're not talking about the land or anything else. Now we're going to go up, right? So you don't you don't have the uh, – it, it's less to build it if you go up, right? Let's say it's 225 Let's say it's 200 right? So we're going to put some stairs in, mm-hmm. 200 a square foot. We're adding 1,000 square foot upstairs. How much are we spending to build that? See if Cody can do the math. 200000 200000 mm-hmm. So now – We've got a 2,000-square-foot house that is $450,000. Good luck if, you, if you're going to be able to. But remember, you've got your land on top of that as well. Your land, we're going to run around one fifty, depending on where you get your land, of course. Mm-hmm. Right? So now we're at 600000 in total for that. Does that sound right? And that's close to the median, like we were talking about. And it's a new build. So that's a big, big thing. Yeah, actually, so to to be able to build a 2,000-square-foot house for 600000 would be pretty darn good. Yeah. And, guys, look at our frame modulars. Our frame modulars appraise the same way. I'm sure they insure the same way as a stick build. As a stick build. As yep. a stick build, mm-hmm. which is not the same as a manufactured, right, or an on-frame modular. You know all about this because Correct. you're insurance. Yeah. yeah, so my brother has an off-frame module. Yeah, I love it. And it is it's an amazing house. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I went in there. He's redone the floors in it to the clipped-together wood floors, and it's Are beautiful. Are they click-lock? So. Are they, as you put luxury vinyl in it or manufactured or It's just to clip together. Uh, I guess it's manufactured. Okay. Um, Engineered. So I was using the wrong term there. Yeah. That's when they put layers of wood down. Um, The big thing now is luxury vinyl. When I I used it, the the last remodel I did. Luxury vinyl. That's what he did. Okay. So, and it looks like wood. So I I used it three years ago and there were six color options in Life Proof here. I'll, I'll give you a shout out. Home Depot, Life Proof has the most... Luxury vinyl, if you're thinking about luxury vinyl, you, you want to look at the mill coverage on the top. Um, if you're 70 and you're only going to have it for, you know, five years before you, I don't know, if you're remodeling it or getting renters in or something, it's the mill wear level. That's why some of it is cheaper. So sometimes you'll see literally three mil. So if you buy a good quality one, most of the life-proof ones are six mil. If you go to Lumber Liquidators, they've got eight mil. And that's the wear level on the, the top. The thickness is it? Is that it's what it the is thickness well? of the yeah. vinyl, not mm-hmm. not the actual plank itself. Mm-hmm. Because how much does? I mean, I guess it does matter. But how much does that? I mean, uh, you know, when it's whether it's uh, six mil is tiny, right? Um, eight mil is pretty tiny. Uh, I forget here we use inches. So, but three is even worse though. Three's yeah. definitely three's yeah. a half of that, right? <laughs> yeah. Half of the normal. So that means it, it it could wear out if you drop a hammer on it. You know, it's going to wear out faster, basically. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas the six or the eight mil, I mean, it, they give you a lifetime guarantee. Yeah. And so, they also, I, I put some of it in our house yeah. and all throughout the bottom, and it comes with a little pad on the yes, bottom of it. Yes, not all of it. That's yeah. the other thing to look for. You can get one that's got really thin, like you're saying, yes. or you can get a bigger one, which yes. has made the biggest difference walking barefoot on yes. my floor. So we got the barn wood, so it looks oh, cool. like rustic. A, yeah, it looks rustic. Yeah. It's beautiful. So. You can put it in the basement, so you can put it directly over concrete. Waterproof. They, they say it's mm-hmm. better to use a vapor barrier anyway, and it probably is. Mm-hmm. And vapor barriers aren't, aren't that expensive, but it all adds up, so make sure you've got your vapor barrier how do we get onto this i don't know <laughs> well you've got your vapor barrier and um you you know go for the go for one in between you can save some money like anything else by going cheaper it's also a lot less to lay so you're going to pay about a dollar 80 a square foot to lay a luxury vine a click lock anything mm-hmm. that's a floating floor a dollar 80 two dollars a square foot you're going to pay more like 350 if you go the hardwood route or it's glue down or nail down well, that's a lot more. Yeah, more supplies. Oh, yeah. Think I mean, about talking... 1,800 square feet. That's a, you know, average size rancher. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. If you, I mean, we, we ended up doing, I think it was 750 square feet of what we did. So if you would have, I mean, that price difference, that's three times almost. Yes. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly a huge right. difference. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And also, think like Cody's saying, the padding costs you money. And if it's got a little bit of padding already on there, that's great. But what all the flooring guys have told me is go for the extra padding. Because what people don't like about the floating floors is when you walk on them, it can feel a bit clippy. Mm-hmm. That goes away. Like There was no clippy on my floating floor at all when you put a pad. Mm-hmm. Some of them have got a pad so you go, oh, I'm going to save the money you know, because I don't have to put the extra pad down. The more pad you can get, the better. Well, it's your house. I mean, yeah. if it's going to be your main dwelling, then you're wanting to go the extra mile because yes. you're in it all the time. Yeah. You're going to appreciate those little things you really along are. the way. Yeah. You don't see it. On a Saturday it. morning at 8 a.m. walking down there oh, yeah. to get a pot of coffee or something like that. Yes. So, yeah. Absolutely. And the, fl- the other thing about those floors is they feel sm- – I feel like I'm doing an ad here for luxury vinyl flooring. <laughs> I guess I am. Um, I, I do love it. I've got a whole pack. Here, here's the other tip, too. It's very hard to choose your color looking at two planks – if they've even got those two planks, because I don't know how many color options LifeLock's got. It, I, I'd guess 30 to 60, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Remember, three years ago, there were six. This is how this market's exploded. <laughs> People are taking hardwood out or putting luxury vinyl over the top. The really great thing is not only can you do your basement to match if you've got another floor, um, they're making stair treads now that match. Okay. And really importantly, you can run it into your bathrooms. I I love not having any thresholds. Yep. The floor, and that makes your house look bigger, particularly if it's smaller. Some of you might be thinking about remodeling. Many of you are thinking about remodeling. Like, uh, my house price is going down anyway. I'm going to remodel instead. Think about the uh, flooring is very important especially in a small space. Stop painting all your walls different colors. Get it all the same color. (laughs) That makes it feel bigger. Put your floor throughout. Take the thresholds out. When your eye doesn't see that dividing line, it really, really opens up the space. Yeah, how we opened up our kitchen. I mean, we tore out that room. We've made all the floor the same, run the same way, of course. Yes. And all of it, one color like you're saying and it is amazing i mean it looks like you're looking down a, a huge hallway yes. or something like that so bowling it's alley. really probably 50 feet i think or 40 feet wow. or something like that down through there so yeah. do you know how you choose which way you lay the planks well i had a good buddy that uh, came out there and helped me with it because oh, that's great me and you my dad, did it wow well, we tried to youtube it for a little bit and that didn't work <laughs> and so i asked a buddy one saturday to come over and 
get us started, just yeah. give us an idea. And he gave us some pointers that were like, well, he's got 37 years worth of experience. Yes. So it was like, can't buy that. So, well, you've got the patterns yeah. too. So you've, you've usually got a pattern repeat of six or eight. Um, the more expensive ones, you can do uh, different size planks, mm-hmm. planks, which makes it look very high end. Some of them are hand tooled, I've seen now. Liquid Lumbidators has a hand tooled one that's very pretty. Of course, mm-hmm. they cost a little bit more, <laughs> but it looks, you would never know it's not wood. It's amazing. Spending that extra little bit. Right. I mean, it just. It, it just pops whenever you go right. in the room. You can just really recognize it. So, yeah. And a lot of people just lay it the length of, you know, the length of the room because, oh, then we don't have to move around so much. Mm-hmm. The, the traditional way to, to lay planks is that the line uh, goes perpendicular, if that makes any sense, to where the sun comes in. So if your sun's coming in the front window, you want, you want the sun running down the line, not against the line. That doesn't make any sense at all. I don't, no, how do you explain that? You want it going, the sun's coming at it. You want, if you imagine the sunlight streaming in, you want the line of the plank to flow with it. Does that make more sense? I understand. I understand. I like that. I've never heard that. It's because the lines don't show up as much because of where the sun comes in. Gotcha. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Whereas most people just go, oh, here's the length. We'll lay it this way because it's easier. Okay, let's go back to our house where we mm-hmm. went up, right? So... Now we've got, um, yeah, this is, this is a good example of it, actually. So we're going to do the same $200,000 house, or we did um, 1,000 square feet, and it was $250 a square foot, which is inexpensive, frankly. It's probably a little bit too little, but whatever, we're, we're getting close to it. We're building that same house downstairs, and it's going to be just the 250, just the 250,000, and we're going to do 1,000 square feet. So now we're going to add back in our land cost. I'm looking for what we added on the other one, 150. So now it's all about the land cost, guys. That's where we're going with this. So can I do the math? It's really easy math, actually. So now we're at 400. So we've got a 1,000 square foot house, same house, except one's got an upper floor on it, for 400,000. We've got um, my, my writing's all shabby today. I don't know what happened last night. Um, we won't go into that. There may have been some karaoke at Midway Tavern <laughs> involved. The, the girls kept pulling me onto the floor to sing with them. It was nothing to do with me whatsoever. <laughs> Always. <laughs> yeah, ever. Ever. Now we've got a 2,000-square-foot house that – what do we work that out to be? This My math's all just jacked up. <laughs> I'm going to give up in a minute. 400,000. Our other one is 450. Four that can't be right. Where's my math wrong? Let's start again. No, it was four fifty, but then you had to add in the hundred and fifty for the land. Yeah, so six hundred thousand. Thank you. Mm-hmm. See, this is why Cody is here today <laughs> to check my math. So now, this is the same house, guys. We just got a floor upstairs, right? So this is, um, you know, Bobby and Samantha go. Yeah, but the the one next door sold for. So here's here's the problem if you're in the bigger house because the um, the thousand square foot house, you're talking about 400 a square foot, right? So mm-hmm. now the house is built and you, let's just say you turn around and sell it because you, you're crazy and you're like, oh, I don't like it here. Or, you know, I don't know, something happens in Asheville and the politics change. You're like, yeah, I'm leaving this town. <laughs> so now you've got 400 a square foot and Bobby and Sam live in, in the big house next door and they're like, 400 a square foot? I've got a 2,000 square foot house. So my house is worth 800,000, right? Based on that? Hmm. Uh-uh. Hmm. 
No, and it's all Absolutely about the not. land. Mm-hmm. It's all about the land, about the land, no trouble. Now you have to find that one, Randy. <laughs> you know, all about the no base. Trouble. Yeah, no trouble. Yeah, it's, it's all about the base. It's cool. Awesome. Might be too modern for you. Oh, did I, I say that out loud? That Gosh, I'm mean today. Okay, so two thousand square feet, right? And it cost us six hundred thousand. So now we're going to go six hundred oh 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 divided by two thousand. <laughs> Please work. Ah, one too many. And it's fun watching me do math on my phone. <laughs> Ooh, three hundred thousand a square foot. Why? Two reasons. One is, regardless of the size of the house, I've got 150 in the land, mm-hmm. right? Because you break out the land. It doesn't matter how big the, the, the house is. Yeah. Um, and then, not only that, it cost you a little bit less because you went up. It would work the same way, even if you did 2,000 square feet and you didn't do the less price to build per square foot because we were at 250 for mm-hmm. the lower floor, 200 for the upper floor. Even if you did 250, it would be... Um, It'd probably be 350, actually, per square foot or something like that. So if if you're in the big house and you go in, oh, yeah, but that little house gets 400 per square foot. No, it's more expensive because it's more expensive to build Mm -hmm. when it's smaller. 100%. Because you've got all that investment in the land. And especially if you're out in the country, you've got the septic and the the well. And, you know, maybe you're on city water and you've got the septic. The septic's going to buy the – so people go, oh, septics are only 12 grand because I replaced mine 15 years ago. First off, the prices have really gone up, and but you've got to clear everything. So you're probably fifteen to twenty grand to put that septic in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right, and then you've got oh, the well. I mean, yeah. How much does a well cost? That's a really funny question. Mm. Depends how deep <laughs> you got to drill. Right, right. Lay what the go- land. Yeah. What goes on with insurance, Cody, in in places where people have got wells? So some some different things can go on. Um, obviously, we always share the horror story of water coming back into the house, um, either from the toilets or any of the faucets or anything like this that. This just so. happened. I, I have um, – somebody called me the other day, and I'm so glad you mentioned this. The the sewer – it's, like, it's like you're reading my mind. Ooh, Cody's <laughs> reading my mind. So the main line, somehow the 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 sewer line got clogged. The regular sewer line, not, not a septic. And I guess, you know, when they bought it, they didn't know about it and, you know, just had that little hole. It's like looking at that plaque diagram for stroke victims that you, you see on the advertisements, you know, and the plaxis or whatever it is, the drug that you take to get. So I, I guess it just builds up, all that yuckiness builds up over time. It's like your sewer line plaque. <laughs> all the poop goes hard, slowly but surely. And then eventually it backed up into the house. Mm-hmm. Now, flood insurance doesn't cover that, does it? Mm-mm. Tell us it. Tell us about that, Cody. <laughs> so there is there is a endorsement that you can put on your homeowner's policy. It's called limit, Limited Water Backup and Sump Pump Overflow. It's most of the time used with a sump Do pump. It. Um, yeah, and you, I mean, it costs, Nothing. I think it's $38 per year. Yeah. Um, and if, if something was to happen, so in this particular case, the water backflowed from the sewer into the to- in from the toilet and it overflowed, obviously, in the bathroom. If any, you could see my face right yeah. now. Yeah. And then it was an upstairs bathroom, went went down the drywall into the kitchen. Mm. There, it was coming through their electrical outlets in the walls. I mean, it was in, wow. it was intense. Wow. So our adjuster came out there and was like watching and looking and everything, and they had to actually move out of the house and go into a hotel because it was just. So there's brown water coming out of your outlets. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I mean, you think about how much That's that was going to end up being. Probably north of fifty thousand dollars worth of damage. 
for a very small, I don't want to say fix, but it's a, it's an inspection that you need to do on your house every, what is it? 10 or 15 years or so on your septic system, or maybe even less than that, just to make sure that the camera thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Just run something down through there make sure things are septics particularly. However, this happens with the case I'm giving you. That wasn't a septic. That was on a sewer line. A sewer lines too. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you think about how many people are running through a sewer line. I mean, that's a, that's a city thing. So that's a ton of stuff. So, but from oh. your from the street oh. to your house oh. is, is you. It, that's your responsibility from street to the house. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And probably 90, I mean, the pipe that's underneath the ground, that is not covered underneath your homeowner's insurance. So that's why even more to inspect those things, you want to make sure of that. Can you get it covered? You can, but it's like a it's like an extension coverage that sometimes other companies use. But if you inspect it and make sure that things are not clogged up and you do the, your due diligence on your side, then... I can give you the horror story on that one. <laughs> and you when, can do that. When right. I lived in D.C., I was a bit younger then. When I first moved over here, I moved to D.C. and I wasn't even blonde then. So um, I was in the kitchen and I bought... It was an old house and um, it was a house that I bought for 220000 in in Washington, D.C., right by the zoo that's now running $1.5 million. Wow. Not that, oh, wow. This is 1996. Wow. Yeah, we should get that one. We all say that. <laughs> so um, I remodeled the kitchen. I'm, I, I can't help it. I'm a remodeler anywhere I go. I remodeled the kitchen. I put this amazing um, uh, disposal in. Just uh, six horsepower, some crazy amount of horsepower. I bought the most expensive, crazy one. And I thought, I bet this will do a corn cob. <laughs> Guess oh, what? Wow. It did. Oh, it did. It was amazing. <laughs> the problem was that it went downstairs, and to stop laughing, into my cast iron pipes. Down, so downstairs, I, I don't know if it had always been an apartment. I've no idea. Or somebody had converted it over the years. You know, it's a 1920s row house. Yes, $1.5 million for a row house. Oh, so it went down under the concrete, um, and unfortunately then went outside into probably terracotta, which is what they used to use, Mm -hmm. down a slope. And the problem with terracotta or or, um, cast iron pipes, which are really great, is that over time they give way a little bit. And these things called trees have big roots that tend to go towards moisture. And they go, oh, nice, especially terracotta because they're damp. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice pipe to get my roots into. (laughs) And over time the roots go in and it's like the plaque that builds up again inside the pipe. And those little roots caught my corn cobs. And if you can imagine on a relatively main road in Washington, D.C., the one that goes right by the zoo, um, the whole thing had to be torn up. Oh, my no. renter downstairs had to move out. Oh, no. All the concrete had to come up. Oh, Because no. some idiot put corn cobs oh, no. down the waste disposal. How many of them things you put in there? Oh, All no. of them. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe three. Did they end up finding some of them and <laughs> coming knocking on doors or anything like that? <laughs> DNA. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was only my pipe. It went down. It was on. It went sort of up a hill and the little slope, um, you know, the pipe was coming down that. So they had to dig all that up, all the trees up. The worst thing was my poor renter downstairs, um, you know, had to move out. We had mm-hmm. to dig all the concrete. Digging up concrete's not fun. I've got in my mind, I've, I've got a vision of one of those construction workers grabbing one of the corn cobs and then walking like up to your door and be like, ma'am, Here what is. is this? Here it is. 
here was the problem. Well, the worst thing is when you have a septic and the things that people put down toilets are oh, shocking. My. Yes. Mm. It's, not, it's not all the regular stuff that you think about. Um, Barbie dolls. Barbie dolls. Yes, Barbie dolls. <laughs> you know, a kid will throw them little toys in there. They love that swirl, and they're, they're standing there, and they're watching that. And you better look out. They're going to throw Tonka truck down there. I mean, it <laughs> they'll do it. I've seen it happen. <laughs> Don't oh, throw wow. Tonka trucks trucks down the toilet that's right i thought it's because they were ticked off with dad and they're going to show him and throw the tonka truck you know like we did when we were kids we throw little tantrums and flush the barbie down the i didn't have barbie i had cindy but that's a whole other story cindy. that's what happened to me that's why i turned into a young person that was flushing corn cobs down down the so down the six horse i don't remember if i think we were covered on that cody oh really i think so okay I, can you imagine how much that cost? Oh, there's no telling. It must have been twenty or thirty thousand dollars. Easily. What's yeah. it? And, and then there was the loss of the income on the rental. Yeah, and that's in 1996, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been double now or triple, maybe yeah. <laughs> something like that. It was that. tens of thousands of dollars. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to talk about. So you know, we have some horror stories in in home insurance here, at least. Another very common one that, that's happened to me, and this was probably a thirty thousand dollar insurance claim. My only only one in, in this state, at least. I sound like one of those terrible people now that like go around and do all these terrible things. It's the little pipe on the back of the refrigerator. You know about oh, that one, don't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. How I'm often do you see that being I'm the problem? Addictive. Well, we do, and uh, I, I've experienced it a little bit with my own now uh, in my house. That we just put a new refrigerator in. I installed it all myself. I Everything bet was you great. Did. But and it, even more to talk about the wood floors. I mean, it, it was waterproof. So then it was coming out the front, so at least I recognized it. So if you have older floors or anything like that, and it would have just oh. either flowed off the back and down the drywall into your basement, you may not have found it's it for awful. months. Um, so, But, yeah, that's very, very common. I would say one in five is one of those, and that's huge. So you can get this little – it's so funny because I don't have one right now in any of my houses. <laughs> you can get this little um, alarm thing that's very inexpensive that you plug in. You just plop it on the floor behind the fridge. So we're talking about the little water pipe. Um, they, they don't make them of plastic anymore. You can see them rarely of plastic. Yeah. Replace it. You can get a much better replacement pipe that – I don't know if they're metal or mesh or something. I don't know. They get a little bit of both, Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, the, and how you connect it is very important. Now, you'll think, listen, Cody just said it's one in five of the cases. So it sounds like, oh, you got a little puddle. It's not going to be that big a deal. So mine, so it's, it's insidious. It dri- just drips a little tiny bit. Mine went under my hardwood floors. The hardwood floors, oh, it's a kitchen. It's a fridge, right? Under the hardwood floors, under all the cabinets, yeah. um, rolled down. It was a big open plan living room rolled down into a slightly sunken living room, down into the sunken living room. Um, They had to rip an entire floor, it's probably a 1,000 square feet of hardwood up. They had to take all the cabinets out. Mm. And the only reason I spotted it is it probably been going on for three years, Mm -hmm. was a a damp patch on the foot. Like, it looked a bit dark. The hardwood just looked a little bit dark, and I thought, darn dog's peeing there again. That's exactly what I thought. (laughs) She was getting a bit older, and I thought, "Eh, she's peeing by the door, you know. That's what I thought it was. Didn't feel damp or anything. I didn't really want to touch it because I thought it was pee. Right, right. I mean, I mopped it up. I didn't just leave it there or anything. But it was a little bit darker in that spot. And eventually I thought, I don't check this out. What's going on? I saw a little drop of water. Of course, by that point, the whole thing's got to go. And the you, you might have floor joists as well that have rotted mm-hmm. out because of that water sitting there for so long. So so watch that one. You can get around it. You know, check 
check the pipes. It's, it's another honey-do list. It's, yeah, okay. nothing will happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the washing machine hoses are oh. the same culprit. Oh, yeah. uh, and the, I've read recommendations that those hoses should be replaced every five to ten years, whether, you know, you... But I, who does that, you know? No, well, it's like, okay, so who in the rooms cleaned out their the dryer, dryer vent? <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. The funny well, thing is you've got the little vent outside that won't even shut anymore because you've got all your bits of fluff sticking <laughs> around it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you know what happens? Little mouse is going because they go, oh, it's nice and warm, warm in here. Not only there. is it warm, it's all soft and I can make a little nest. And then they wiggle up the pipe and mm. they come in your house and make a nice little nest. I happen to like mousies, so they don't scare me. But most of you out there are scared of mousies. You don't want them in your house. Yeah. <laughs> no. Cody, Cody, you're scared of mice. Oh, I don't want nothing to do with them. No. They're so cute. Yeah. Well, they don't make good there. pets though. So if you're thinking about a pet for your kids, get a rat. Get. Oh, they're amazing. So mice oh just gosh. mice just like run around mm. like idiots, right? And they're they're, they're squirrely. You know, they, they run around a lot, I guess, like a squirrel. Um, gerbils say, yeah, just stupid. You pick them up by the tail and the skin comes off. Like, it's just, that's a, it's, it's just the skin off the bone. That's the thing, just the skin. And it's an escape mechanism, right? Yeah. And they're, they're stupid and they bite you and you put them in, whatever. Rats, amazing, amazing, amazing pets. There's a reason why people carry them around. Mine used to sit on my shoulder on my way to my grandma's on the bus. Oh, oh my goodness. They'll sit on your lap. They'll watch TV with you. They make amazing mm. pets for kids. I'm done with pets. Uh, under the tower of one of the radio stations I worked at when my daughter was little and had all those gerbils and grats and hamsters. You don't even know what she had, do There's you? There's a burial ground under that tower. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... Randy! It's the Houston Pet Cemetery. What are you... I don't want to do that anymore. Oh, but they did die. You yes. weren't just oh, burying no, them. Oh, no, no, yeah. I thought <laughs> you meant you got, you got tired of them getting yeah. out and like, you bury them <laughs> alive yeah. or something. I bet she had hamsters. Oh, gerbils, fish, ham, birds, uh, you know. I'm, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. That's because you didn't have a rat. <laughs> I'm t- I mean, forget cats and dogs and all that stuff. Get, they're, they're friendly. They're, like, they're really friendly. I just They just, do it. They just sit on your lap and you pet them. <laughs> they barely wriggle around at all. And they're not stu- – they're very intelligent. Yeah. They really – I'm just telling you, they make great pets for kids. Like if you pet – if your kids want any of those rodent things, get, get a <clears> – <throat> The fish are the easiest to – go on. What, flush them down the toilet, yeah. you mean? <laughs> that's easy. So that's what happens to your septic. <laughs> One day you're just hanging out in your house – and this fish comes flying up because it backs up. <laughs> Got stuck. And it's next door's goldfish. And dig up concrete and all of that, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. But fish, fish are, I think it's kind of disgusting. The tank gets smelly and the kids go, oh, I'll clean it out, Dad. It yeah, right. In spots swimming upside down. Yeah, and, and they go, and they get that fung- that white fungus on them. Ick. And when you're a kid, you try and scrape it off because you don't want them to have fungus. <laughs> you know? And your dad says, well, I'm flushing them down the toilet soon. <laughs> It's just, and the water stinks. You've got to clean all the oh, I tank. Know. I don't want more of it. So just saying, a little rat, they're, they're, they're nice. Everybody thinks I'm nuts now, whatever. Nothing new there, I guess. Um, I also want to go, let's go back to a happier topic. Hmm, how much is your home dropping in price every month? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been giving you so many figures, right, these last few weeks. So if you're... <laughs> 
It's not funny at all. It's really not funny. How do we derive? Everybody goes, oh, you can't time the market. Yes, you can. That's nonsense. It's seven to 11 years. We've already crested. We're going down for three and a half to five and a half years. So all the people who are selling now are going, oh, no, that's terrible. My house price is going down. Well, you should feel a little concerned if you're, you know, 60 and up, if you're in the boomer division. Why? Because, well, especially if you're in your 70s and you want to sell it because you want to go into assisted care or something like that. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're in those older age brackets, oh, my gosh, give me a call now. We need to get you out. Mm-hmm. Here's why. It's going down for three and a half to five and a half years, and it will go back up again just like it always does. I'm 99.9% sure this has been going on since 1860. You mm-hmm. can time the market. It's three and a half. Elon Musk just said, uh, oh, two and a half, three years, you know, things will turn around couple of years. Mm-hmm. That's because we hit the bottom in three and a half to five and a half years, statistically. Mm-hmm. Might it be two? Yeah, if it's a short cycle, could be. But it's going to be years. But, so if you're in that older age bracket, then, you, you know, you don't stop procrastinating. You don't want to wait a year because it'd be worthless. Not 100%. worthless, worth less. Two worth words. Less. That's right. Yeah, two okay, words. That's the good news. It's not <laughs> worthless. Unless we're invaded by China or something, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> okay, so let's say your house is three hundred thousand. Let's say we go down thirty percent. So obviously, um, I should have done ten percent because then you could have just doubled it and tripled it because you can all do that math at home. Now you've all had your cup of coffee, coffee by now. So let's do a three hundred thousand dollars house. We're going down, and I'm rounding off these figures. If we're going to go down to thirty percent, and this is based on a three point five year bottom, right in the trough. We're going down about twenty-one thirty a month, so just over two thousand dollars a month. So every month that you wait, now does it go down equally every month? No. I want you all to look at your last house or, or the house that you're in. Go. I never tell you to go on Zillow because it's usually a very bad idea. However, this time go on Zillow, put your address in. The vast majority of you will see a drop for the last month. There's a little arrow on there that shows you what it's dropped. I was teaching this on. Tuesday to a bunch of agents, or even Thursday, but it doesn't matter. Thursday, it's been a long week, to agents around the country. And they said, you really feel like we've crested? Like, yeah, we're seeing price reductions and things. I said, just go put your house in Zillow. Agents don't use Zillow at all. But just to do, it was an illustration. And we're on Zoom, and I said, put your hand up if you see a price drop. Code is doing it now. I'm going to do it. Put your hand up if you see a price drop. Every agent in the room, this is all over the country, put the hand up. 1.7%, 1.5%. In the, it shows you the last 30 days. Have you done yours yet? It's on its way. Okay. CODIS is on its way. So, you know, do that and you'll, you'll, you'll see how this bears out. What I'm saying is, is true. I know you'll believe me anyway, but I promise you it's true. Now, it doesn't go down 1.5% a month, right, for three and a half years. But what other figures are we going to look at? We could do some very complicated calculations and figure it out on average based on history. But that's not very helpful. Let's make it easy. 21.30 a month based on um, 42 months. That takes us down to three and a half years at the bottom. That's a short cycle, right? So it's got to go down more if we're going to achieve that 30% loss. Now, let's say it's a 15% drop. Most economists are saying 20 to 30%. They, they don't know. They didn't even know there's a recession coming or they're <laughs> fibbing. I don't know. They don't know. So 21.30 each month. So every month you put it off, your house price is dropping. Well, guess what? So is the house you're buying. Unless you're going into 
assisted care or something like that, where the, mm-hmm. where the rentals aren't, aren't dropping. They, they just go up. It's the other way around. $500,000 house, $3,550. So about $3,500 a month you're dropping. So now, so with the other houses, right? So is it really that big a deal? Hmm. Uh, a $750,000 house, about 5300 you go down a month. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, ours went down 1.1%. There you go. Yeah, so 4000 I'm doing 0.71%. So get wow. this. Cody's mm-hmm. went down 1.1%. I just used 0.71%. Mm-hmm. So imagine if that 1, 1.1% continues. That's a lot. Yeah. That's way more than the figures I've just quoted. So the point is, if you want to stay in your house for the next 7 to 11 years, absolutely flipping stay in your house. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah. I want you to think about how you know the ages of you and your family does does stick it out exactly. Does it work for you? If not, we need to get you on the market now mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. I can keep you in the house for three, four, five, six months. You have money in your pocket. It's called seller possession after closing. We do it all the time. Um, I want to say thank you to to Cody today for being my wonderful guest, Cody Jones. You can get hold of him at I can't read this number. It's over all the six six five sixteen hundred. 665-1600-CALL. <laughs> Cody, for your insurance needs. He is Farm Bureau Insurance. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about insurance for you? Uh, with, call you, me anytime. You um, do it all. You do commercial. You yep. do automotive. You do home. You do whole life, which you can use whole life to grow as, as a little package to put your money towards something else. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's tax-free. That's a big thing. With Pay off your ex-wife. Stuff. You can do all kinds of things with it. <laughs> Cody's going to tell you all about that, how you can get in with your taxes. Cody Jones, 665-1600. And yes, of course, that's 828. Thank you, Cody. You've been a lovely guest today. Thanks for listening, guys. Mountainhomehunt.com. Mountainhomehunt.com. Click on selling my valuation. You can get your valuation right there. I'll see you on the radio next week. This has been the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton. Visit Rowena and post your questions at RadioAsheville.com or call her at 828-210-1648.